0: What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. We've got new articles up there every single day of the week. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them on the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let's talk about this Cowboys-Eagles game. I think we're all excited about it. I think we're all excited about this NFC East showdown. Let me know how you are feeling about it. And let me know in the comments, who is your X Factor? for this game. Which player do you believe can be the difference maker in Sunday Night's game? Let me know in the comments whether you are watching on Facebook or YouTube. And let's get into it. Let's get into some of the trends that the Cowboys must exploit in order to win this ball game. During the week, I have talked a lot about Jalen Hurts struggling versus the blitz. I will not touch on that. To be honest, uh, I think that we we have covered that so far this week. But I do want to get into some of these X factors. And I'm going to jump ahead to what I was going to mention as my number two X factor. Because I think that this one provides us an even more, a, a clearer picture of who could be the X factor. And I'm talking about Trayvon Vicks, the cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. But this goes for every member of the Cowboys secondary because I believe that Jalen Hurts will give you opportunities to go for the football even though Jalen Hurts has done a good job not throwing this turnover worthy throws so often this season I think that he's done a good job cutting back on that however we see a lot of contested throws for the Eagles offense Jalen Hurts is not afraid to let that football fly downfield. And you understand why A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are a pretty solid duo of wide receivers. But so far this season, A.J. Brown has seen nine contested targets and Devontae Smith has seen seven contested targets. And these usually appear like some under throws and maybe they warrant some flags here and there. These kind of throws that Jalen Hurts makes. But he will, he will put that thing in the air and let his receivers fight for the football. And we've seen that with A.J. Brown, but we've also seen that from Devontae Smith. This throws to the sideline. And I just cannot help but think that the Cowboys defense will have some opportunities to come up big by taking the ball away. There's also the other possibility, of course, that they might, you know, A.J. Brown might make those catches, and the same for Devontae Smith. But this, this feels to me like the kind of game in which the Cowboys will go back to what they were doing in week one in 2021 with Dan Quinn, which was play a lot of man to man coverage. They have not done so that much in 2022. I think that kind of changes in this game. I think that it goes back into the tight man to man coverage well. And I think that they will dare Jalen Hurts make these kind of throws. And I think that they will have some opportunities to come up big with the football. And once more, I, I want to I be very clear with that. It's not that Jalen Hurts throws those turnover-worthy throws. Because I think that he hasn't done too much of that. I just think that the way that he plays offense, which features a lot of these deep throws towards the outside of the numbers... I think, I think he throws a lot of 50-50 balls. And I think that the Cowboys, especially Trevon Diggs, can come up big with one of those. I wonder how much does he stay away from Trayvon Diggs, actually, on this game. We'll see. Let me see some comments from you guys, though. Uh, who's your X-Factor? I saw some comments here. Who is your X-Factor heading into this game? Toxic Tom says, I think that Rush is the biggest X-Factor and I would agree with that in the in the sense that, and I said this last week, didn't turn out to be true, though. I, I thought that versus the Rams, we would need Cooper Rush's biggest game yet to win a football game. That wasn't the case, because the Cowboys defense got an early touchdown. The special teams unit got a blocked punt to set up the Cowboys for another three points. So Ultimately, the Cowboys didn't need Cooper Rush to step up big in a huge moment. So I, I, I see what, what Toxic Tom is thinking right here in which they might need that this Sunday night versus the Eagles. And I will argue, you know, you, you guys know how I feel about uh, Cooper Rush. He, he deserves a standing ovation for what he has done this year. He is not the starting quarterback that many people are suddenly claiming him to be in the in the social media. There is not a quarterback controversy going on. I cannot believe that Troy Eggman kind of joined himself into that controversy, but hey, that's uh, is Troy Eggman officially a boomer now? because uh, I was surprised by that a comment from from Troy Eggman even questioning uh, that if the Cowboys have something to think about if the Cowboys beat the Eagles, and then he compared, it, he compared it to his 1991 season, which was his first winning season. But hey, that that's the way to go sometimes. Anyways, back to Cooper Rush. When the Cowboys have needed Cooper Rush to step up, he has kind of done so. Uh, think about that Vikings game last year. Think about that game-tying drive versus the Giants when the Cowboys went down by one touchdown. Cooper Rush ends with the bell driving downfield and getting in position to win. Versus the Bengals, they also had this game-winning drive that ended in a long field goal from Brett Maher. So when, when the game is over on Sunday night, I wouldn't be surprised if Toxic Tom's comment here becomes true and maybe the Cowboys need a game-winning drive or something like that to, to stay ahead of this game. Gregory went with Donovan Wilson, the same as Donovan, as Holly and the same as Six to Midnight. A lot of people putting a lot of attention on Donovan Wilson. And I would assume that has to do with some spy assignments for the safety. I, I am really looking forward to seeing how the Cowboys address that entire situation because you, you could call for several quarterback spies. You, you could call for the Cowboys to... Keep Jalen Hurts guessing on who is the spy each and every single play. There was this great breakdown as well from Nate Tice from the Athletic Football Show over on Twitter in which he was sharing this play in which the Cowboys are apparently looking, uh, playing man-to-man coverage, cover one robber to be specific, which is man-to-man coverage with a single high safety and then a a robber underneath, playing that underneath zone and then the Cowboys end up playing cover two, a completely different coverage. So for example, on the sidelines the Cowboys are showing Leighton Vanderich pretty much pressed to the line of scrimmage versus a running back not really pressed, just seemingly playing man to man and letting Matthew Stafford that Leighton Vanderich is on that running back and then he just sits on his zone in cover two and and you get uh, that was actually not a running back. That was Tyler Higby, the tight end. And then Matthew Stafford targets the tight end, and in comes Trevon Diggs with a big hit and the forced incompletion. So that kind of stuff is what I am expecting on Sunday. Just keep it keep the picture changing, and I wouldn't be surprised if the quarterback spy also keeps changing. But Donovan Wilson, Donovan Wilson. Definitely should be an X factor. I like that answer. Joey Vella with Michael Gallup 13. Micah says Peter Riso. is a great answer, it says Holly. I like that. So yeah, let's see. Uh, Floyd writes, is until after he bids the Eagles, you won't say that, Mo. Uh, I'm assuming this is on Cooper Rush. Uh, on Cooper Rush battling, quote unquote, for the starting quarterback job. No, Floyd, I-, I will say that. I-, I I actually said this after the Bengals win. I think that uh, Cooper Rush could go 6-0, 7-0, 8-0 this season. He's still QB2, though. Doesn't matter what the win-loss record says. Let's, let's be real here. Contain Jalen, says Rita, and make-, and make him have to throw the football. Jalen is the Eagles running back 1, says uh Rita. Well, not running back. Running back 211. Says uh, Rita here in the Facebook in the Facebook chat. Shout out to her. Now I'm moving on to another X factor because I I will tell you that I am afraid of one particular Eagles player. I will I will admit to it. I will admit to being scared to defensive tackle Jordan Phillips. He's good man. That that defensive tackle, the first round rookie. He is playing some good football for Philadelphia. And you can see his presence when he is on the field. And the Eagles rank 20th in rush defense efficiency through five weeks of the season. But when Jordan Davis is on the field, there is a huge difference. How much exactly? Well, look at the splits for the Eagles defense when... Jordan Davis is on the field versus when he is not on the field. When he is on the field, the Eagles allow. When he is on the field, the Eagles allow three point yards per carry, three point eight yards per carry, and zero point eight yards before contact. But when you take Jordan Davis off of that gridiron, the Eagles allow six yards per carry and they allow 1.9 yards before contact is made and this shows up in tape consistently Jordan Davis is collapsing offensive linemen every single time he's not a great pass rusher and I think that was kind of one of the biggest question marks for him heading into the NFL draft he pushes uh he pushes his guy he can he can get that push in for sure I don't know how good he is as a pass rusher, but but he can collapse some pockets here and there. I don't know how the Cowboys are going to approach this situation. I have loved how Tyler Biotis has played so far this season. He maybe had one rough game versus the commanders, but overall I think that he has done a pretty decent job getting after it, both in the running game and the pass blocking game. But I just wonder how did the Cowboys address this? And I would assume that when Jordan Davis is on the field, I would assume that maybe the Cowboys want to go back into what they did versus the Giants, in which they had a lot of pulling offensive linemen. They had Tyler Smith out in space. I have wondered why the Cowboys have not gotten back to that, because in my opinion, they have not, at least not as much as they should. But maybe we see a little bit more of that on Sunday versus the Eagles. Maybe we see more of this outside running concepts with a pulling tackle and a pulling guard or maybe a pulling center. I liked what we saw a lot on that Giants game, and I don't think that they have gone back to that kind of game plan. I think this is the perfect game to do so, for sure. Uh, But yeah, they they better stay away from Jordan Davis from what we we have seen so far this year. That defensive front looks very different when... When Jordan Davis is in there versus when he is not, this could be a an interesting game for for Tyler Biadish for sure. Tyler Tyler has been good. Jordan Davis might be one of the best defensive tackles that he has faced so far, though. I mean, to be fair, he has faced Dexter Lawrence, right? He has faced Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks. So the the Cowboys interior offensive linemen they are battle tested. They are battle-tested, and they have played better than many of us expected expected them to during the the season. Tyler is trash, bro. Samuel Rowe, I I do disagree with that one. I'm not going to say that he is, you know, Travis Frederick 2.0 or that he is a better center of this game because I do like Jason Kelsey a lot. I just think that Tyler Vyadish Tyler has played some good football for the Cowboys. Russell Dyer says, I heard that the tackle for the Eagles is going to play. Jordan Mailata, I would assume Russell means here. Jordan Mailata returned to practice. He did. So he could be trending towards playing. And that's a, a game changer for sure. The, the Eagles played with Jake Driscoll last week. And it showed on tape that that was Jake Driscoll on the field and not Jordan Mailata because the Eagles were allowing a lot of pressures in there. Now that offensive line it could play banged up, but it uh, that every every starter could play, but they will be banged up because four offensive linemen for the Eagles, four starters are there in the injury report. Lane Johnson, I think, appeared on today's injury report, the right tackle. But if I'm not mistaken, uh, was Lane Johnson just getting some veteran rest. Let me confirm here for you. Yeah, he was just resting on Thursday. So they got some some players. They, they, they rested a lot of veterans. The Eagles did. But four out of their five starting offensive linemen are there with some sort of injury. Toxic Tom says, Mo, are you going to the game? And are you going to fight people in the parking lot? I would love to, but no, 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 I'm not. There, there you go. That's your answer, uh, Mr. Toxic Tom. Micah's just going to eat his ass up anyways. says Tommy915. There you go. The trash talk is on. That's one of the matchups that I will also be looking at. One more. One more finally. Well, actually, nah, spoiler alert. We already mentioned it when we talked about Jordan Davis and having to run towards the outside. And, of course, just this is such an obvious one, but containing Jalen Hurts. And I don't, I'm not going to <laughs> pause what's it's Tommy915. Yeah, people are, people are, are having some fun in the YouTube chat. I just read, I just read what Tommy915 said in the YouTube chat. I just, Mo bringing his hands, his toxic thumb. <laughs> pause, what? I didn't even know it is that. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> You guys got me in the comments, for sure. Run the football, run the football, run the football, says Timothy Harrison over at Facebook. Yeah, this will be a game that's won or lost in the trenches. Make no mistake about that one. Now, we have talked about containing Jalen Hurts, about blitzing Jalen Hurts all week long. That is definitely one of the angles for this game, so stay tuned for that one. But it is time, it is time we get... Into betting the Cowboys, five and zero to start the season. Took the under and then four consecutive weeks of the betting spread. Here we go. <music> betting the Cowboys. The Eagles are six points favorites on this game. The Cowboys are underdogs. Forty-three is a total. That is the number that I hate the most when betting NFL totals. Uh, 43 is a number you, you need to stay away from for the most part unless you really like an angle. And then it goes to 43 and a half or 42 and a half because 43 is one of the most common scores in the NFL. When you look at it statistically, 43, 47, those are some of your most common numbers uh, in the game. So it's a key number. That's what we call a key number. But we're 5-0. Let me know what would be your bet. What would be your bet for this game? Would you take the points? Would you lay them? Would you take the over, the under? I agree with Perry. This game is going to be physical. Yeah, it is going to be physical. I'm going to be honest with you. I am a little bit scared about this game. This is the kind of game that you can see why the Cowboys could win the game. You can see a storyline, a path towards victory. But you can also just visualize the Eagles offensive line picking up Dan Quinn's stuff. That scenario definitely exists. But then again, I just look at this Cowboys team and I cannot ignore... Getting almost a touchdown. I hate betting into trends, and the Cowboys are five and zero. No, four zero over the past four games. I hate betting the trends because I know the public loves betting the trends, but I cannot ignore the plus six. Plus six is a is a huge number, so I am taking the Cowboys once more here on, on betting the Cowboys. Your running back one. Can't be the quarterback and be physical to Sam Polly likes the over. I like that. Floyd says over. Six to midnight says take the points. 17 to 14 says six to midnight. So he would like the under. 24 to 17. Toxic Tom says I would take the points. Cowboys win mode. Plain and simple. 6 is a lot. 6 to me in that says I thought that the line was 5.5. It opened at 5 and then it went to 5.5 and then it went to 6. It even touched 6.5 but it was pushed back pretty quickly. The last that I checked it was at plus 6. I will tell you if it's 5.5 by game day, I will still take the Cowboys and the points. And that leaves me that leads me to my final question of tonight's show for you guys in the final segment of the show. Drop your score prediction for Cowboys versus Eagles. Let me know who do you have winning this game. Who do you have winning this game? And I will tell you my score prediction. But before I do that, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week is a 2022 Mazda CX-9 Grand Touring. This one starts at 46000 $785, it's got all wheel drive, third row sitting, sunroof, heated leather memory power sitting, rear air conditioning, and a miles per gallon capacity of 20 in the city. That goes up to 26 when you are in the highway. So make sure you check it out over at freemanmazda.net. Check out the pictures of the 2022 Mazda CX-9 Grand Touring. And remember that when you choose Freeman Mazda, you are choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. Cowboys 23 to 16 says Perry Locke. Gregory has the Cowboys 24 to 17, 26 to 17 from Holly. Uh, Charlene Evans 20 to 10. Tyron says, I hate to do it, but if we don't care on offense, if we don't score on offense, could be 28, 17, Philly's way. Troy says that the Eagles are fake. I will tell you what, I, I don't think that the Eagles are fake. I don't think they are. However, I am taking the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe I am erring on the side of optimism here. But I do think there's some sort of energy about the Cowboys right now heading into this game. I do think the defense is legit. And I do think, as we have discussed this week, that Dan Queen can confuse Jalen Hurts. And when the Cow- and when opposing teams have blitzed Jalen Hurts, Hurts has looked uncomfortable. The Eagles have looked limited. They troll out of screen passes, doesn't seem to have a lot of do not seem to have a lot of hot routes built into the offense. And their responses to such pressure looks do not seem ideal, in my opinion. I think that the Cowboys win this with a chess match kind of performance. I think that we see a lot of exotic looks to get to Jalen Hurts. I think that the Cowboys get to him. Three sacks is, is a prediction. And I also have Jaron Kears coming up with an interception in one of those weird forced throws that Jalen Hurts can make here and there. I've got the Cowboys upsetting the Eagles 19-17. to And I'm excited about this game. Should it be a fun one. Now if Dallas goes and bids the Eagles I don't know what else you can say about the Cowboys anymore I never thought I never thought that we would predict I would predict I never thought that I would predict the Cowboys bidding the Rams last weekend ended up doing so and I never thought that I would predict the Cowboys bidding the Eagles I don't know if I don't know if they will you know, make me look good or bad, but we'll see on Monday night. We'll see on Monday night when we see each other here on receive Sports Dallas Prime Time. Do me a favor, everybody. Hit the like button, share the show, and I will see you on Monday night. Because on Sunday night, you will get the game day show with Skywalker Steel with Jesse Holly. Enjoy your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Do me a favor. And hit the like button because every like puts this show in front of more Cowboys fans. Shout out to Floyd, to Tyrone, to Rita, to Russell, to Bruce. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the show. Tengan un excelente fin de semana. You know, go Yankees. Go Yankees. Adios.